This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Okay, I think it sounds good. Oh my god, I love uh, what a moment! I love doing what a epi- mo- I love doing episodes with you. Wait, I just want to record this for the people. Okay, hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy, and guess the fuck what? It's Jessica motherfucking Clark in the building, bitch, 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 bitch. (laughs) Hi guys, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that it's just me and you and not any intruders. Yeah, we've been having your intruder. Uh, My (laughs) intruder. Your personal intruder. If I had hair to flip, I would. Like. Just kidding. No, I, mean, I love Kyle. Since Kyle's not here, can we cheese me? Yeah, that's cheese me. What's going on? He doesn't want to talk about it, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm whooping out my Wendy Williams. Stephanie, what I realized <laughs> is I really need to work on my um, poker face. It's trash. Girl, when you're around him. The intent, like you, you guys, uh, for me, you guys, you guys are giving me the pressure of like, please, we don't want to talk about it. Don't even bring it up. I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm like, but y'all are the ones. Because who- honestly, there's nothing to bring up. There literally isn't anything to bring up. Okay. Honestly, there isn't. I think we just have natural chemistry and that's just is what it is. And we've yeah. learned to navigate it as friends. Know, but, but just people, I think they see the, the heavy It's like, yeah, flirting. people want more. I don't, I don't, I. But you guys I, like, do you guys like hook up? No, we don't. When was the last time you hooked up? No, we haven't in a while. Oh, but like you have? No, we really haven't. I, Had sex? No. Never? No. <laughs> Never? Once upon a time. Well, I met Kyle a very long time ago. Right. But um, I think we're both going. You know when you go through the phase of. Sorry, right, wait, pause. The background story, if you guys haven't listened to the last two episodes with Jessica Clark, it's been with this dude named Kyle. Go back, you'll see the intensity of, like, them, but they will never come to terms with what the fuck they are. So we just sit here in confusion just as much as they are confused about themselves. Basically, that sums so that's up what, my But life. now we're summing up what's going on since he's Listen, not here. Listen, my bottom line is I want a man to choose me I want him to not have any second thoughts about it I want him to be hey you you are mine I'm coming to collect you that's what I want until I get that vibe I'm not claiming no one and no one is claiming me period yeah but he's confusing girl oh yeah that's all men all men men but why is he like he like loves to confuse you well I think you have to I I mean like this is no shade to Kyle like I, I my 
personal feelings with Kyle is like he's a he's a dope person. This isn't Kyle. So Kyle, if you're listening, I'm you have not to bear in mind he's 27. Oh yeah, that's a 20. Where were we when we were 27? 27 year old behavior. <laughs> he's 27, so I think he's still trying to figure out. Like he's just getting out of his like party phase. I want to slow down. I'm 30, so it's always going to be like I'm always going to be in older. a place you're yeah. older, and so I'm always going to be ahead of him as far as what I need to get out of my system. Yeah. And so I think what's confusing to him is obviously we have good chemistry. Yeah. But at the same time, he also has to go through what I went through when I was 27, which was confusion. Like not knowing right. what I want, who I want, you know. We was confused at 27. And you have to be sure, like, yeah. to be with... Because we're at a point in our life, it's not where we can just test and see. We're at a point in our life, no, this is like, if we're going to be in a relationship, it's going to be... A it's real, gonna a, yeah a it's not like you know we have time yeah because you are like the you are the woman that's like you get into a relationship with you with intention you have to have like the biggest intention yeah. to do right by you because yeah. that's what you deserve and it's like but also you have this like thing about you where it's like you fine as hell you flirty you know there's I good am. chemistry <laughs> so there's like this this funness about you you know yeah. what I mean? but it's like but they know that like oh you're not just like Someone that just wants to have fun. And I think that's what it is. I'm, and there's not too much on home, but I do think I remind men of like a serious relationship. And yeah. I think I meet men that are not really, or just get, I always meet men that are just getting out of relationships. Maybe, or, or do you feel like maybe you're just not ready either, even though you are the, you are the relationship type. You are the, you are the wife, right? you know, but maybe you're not there yet. And that's why you keep attracting the ones who are not there yet too. So I've thought about that and I've prayed about that. And I don't think, I think it may be, I think last year I was just in this weird like place, but um, I also think I was kind of like forcing it. Like I was on dating apps. I was just trying. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to just see what comes to me instead of trying to go to it. Um, But then a lot of the guys, there is a lot of guys always say like in the, like it's always in the perfect world they would be with me, but I'm never like. It's never the perfect world. There's no perfect world. And I always meet guys that are just in in this in between. Um, And it did, maybe it was a reflection of my life, this this transition, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which there's nothing wrong with, like, that, too. So it's it's just, like, I think just embracing that, like, that moment in your life. Because one day you are going to, like, without a doubt, you are going to be someone's wife, someone's mom. You're going to have everything that you want and deserve. But before you get there, there's going to be a journey. Right. You know? And this year, I'm intentionally not doing situationships. I'm not doing them anymore. Like, either we go on, like, either it is or it's not. I think I'm a queen of situationships. I have master situationships. I can, I know a situation from coming from a mile away. But then I'm also, this year, my intention is to, um, because I was listening to, like, the sermon the other day. And it was saying that, um, a wife doesn't just become a wife because you put a ring on her finger. She becomes a wife. If she comes, it is who she is. Yeah. So I think I'm cultivating that atmosphere around me of, of being a wife, even though I don't have a man. So yeah. that means like, maybe not kissing everybody. Maybe not, you know, I let everyone in. Everyone gets right. me, you know? And so I think this year I'm going to be a lot more selective. I'm going to be saying no more. Um, and, even I just, just recently I met a guy which you, you've met briefly. I was gonna say that's why you know I've been here four or five days. 
Yeah, he came over briefly, and it's okay to say because what if like Kyle here? Like, is this? Oh no, me and everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows. Okay, I'm dating. That's You're what, dating. I'm dating. I'm not tied. I'm not tied to I'm anyone. Tied to anyone. And he, he, I just you know. Feelings, they're not going to get hurt. And I told him about him. Okay. Yeah, that's, we're, okay. fr- we're generally we're all friends. friends. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But he just came out of a relationship and um, I told him I can no longer keep doing this because. Wait, your new man just got out of a relationship? Yeah, he just got out of a relationship like a few you, months ago. You. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. Steph. I don't know. Literally, just every time you like meet a man, it's he just got out of a marriage, a relationship, something. Getting it's always the guy that's it's getting out, out of, of something, and I'm always the one that's like, ah, it's fine. I'm, but this year, I was like, no. So we've kind of just stopped. I stopped really yeah. talking to him the way I was talking to him because I think also sometimes it's not necessarily what you're. I understand what you're getting at, like you know what you're giving off, you attract, but at the same time, what you accept, you also attract. Yeah, and exactly. so I think I was accepting a lot of that, and so when you accept that, you expect that, and when you, that's the energy you're putting out there, mm. and so I think that's what I was doing. I was continuously in the cycle of situationships that I was just always preparing myself for a situationship, right? And so I'm really trying to have like a mindset shift where it's like I'm focusing on God, I'm focusing on myself, right? And just getting back to basics, really, you know. Yeah, yeah, I love that for you. Yeah, it's just growth every day. You, you think you navigate. think you learn something, and then it's like plot twist, right? And it's just like that's the thing I think about like dating, though. Is like you, yeah, you always think you learn something, but there's always something to learn, to learn. because Absolutely. there's just like there's gonna be so many people out there that you're gonna meet who are just gonna like show a reflection of like your growth at that time or like are going to test you of like, yeah. are you ready for the, you know what I mean? Like it's just, there's so many personalities out there who are going to trigger some trauma. Always. It's really what it is, you know? And so I think that's the hardest part I think about dating is the fact that like you meet so many different people who just like, who remind you of certain things who are actually, you know, or like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Dating's mean. hard. It is. And I think, Another thing I'm doing is just not, as I said, like that situationship last year, I would have, oh, let's see what happens, you know? Yeah. But now I've just like cut it off and it sucks. Yeah. But it's just like, if I wanted something more, I can't keep accepting the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see. What but, like the- these guys always like really like, I could tell like, not to speak on behalf of Kyle, but like. I could, maybe I shouldn't go there. Say no. it. No, I could just like see it in his like, his demeanor and his like presence that he like really cares about you. Oh no, 100%. Like he's like, he really, does. and I think that's why I really like him and it's, I hate that he's like 27 and I hate that like, yeah. he is like not there yet because I'm like, I know you want it bro, but like, it just, the, the fact of the matter is, is you're going through whatever you're fucking going yeah. through. And he and has he some better. real, there are some things, even though I think it, it may or may not work, like he, as well as I, have some things, like some crucial things he has to learn before, you know. Yeah. And do you so, think that like, what if like one day you do get a man, like he's going to be real sad, girl. I don't think he could have just have a platonic friendship with you. Uh, oh, if I, and I hate to say it, but if I, I don't think any man would be comfortable with. With the, the relationship you no. guys have. With that history, this impossible. No, no, no. <laughs> no man will be comfortable because we can't even 
Because imagine if like even with Jennifer like that, like you're, yeah, no, no. it wouldn't work. We could, we wouldn't be able to if you know we wouldn't be able to be in each other's life, which is sad. Yeah, but I think because of how we naturally are together, um, it will be so it will show. Yeah, sometimes it's like there's like been certain dudes that I've dated where I'm just like, damn, I wish we didn't have that kind of history because I think as friends it would be really dope. Yeah. But it's like, but we've like have that history, so it's like never gonna ever be a thing, you know? Right. So like that sucks, but it's just like it is what it is. Yeah, girl. So that's me and him. But for now, we're just keeping it um, platonic. Platonic. You've upgraded to a friend. Which I have, was like, which was a big deal for me because I think that we were just always in this. Because we started off as really good friends, and we're both from England. Like we yeah. both have the African thing, so we're both Christian and in church, and so the we have so many things in common. And so I think us just not just being more intentional about our friendship and actually where if it would or where it would go, whether it's friends or anything else. Yeah, we're just putting ourselves in better situations, right? Um, which I think is either way is healthy. So yeah. We'll see what happens, y'all. We'll catch up in the next batch recording. <laughs> like, shit, never shit, know. shit changes. Yo, the day and, like, I come on here and say I have a boyfriend, I need to have all the sound effects. Every no, it's going to be like a two-part episode. <laughs> it's going to be like a whole, it's, it's going to be a celebration of love. <laughs> and like, he better be able to like want to come on the pod. You oh, know? of course. And if it's Kyle, we know he definitely down. <laughs> Thirsty. I love him some BGC. But yeah, so that's me. Right now I'm very career focused. Um, I'm very God focused. I'm very like I have so many goals this year that I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy we're friends. Can I just say you're like one of the friendships that I do? I know I'm on my period. I'm in my period every time I record or go through. But like like I'm just so glad you're my friend. And I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. I love you. We just like have a little teary moment. No, stop! I can't do this. <laughs> I love you, friend. I love you, you know, so. I love you so much. Like you don't have no, like I love you to like the bottom of like my heart and vagina, <laughs> up until like cervix and everything to I the love womb, you too, friend. To the womb and all. To the windows, to the womb, bitch. <laughs> to the windows, <laughs> to, to the, the womb, womb bitch. <laughs> it's love always. Yes. Should we read some emails? Let's, Let's like, read emails. That's like she man, you know? Because, girl, these stressing me. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. 
Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, this one is called Dating. <laughs> oh, I know all about this. We know all about it. Here we are. Okay, this one says, hey, hope you're having a good day. I'm currently single and have accomplished so much in the last year. Last year, my cousin passed away, and at that time, I was talking to some guy who ended up bonding and would just talk to me during my grief. When I moved back, first off, I'm so sorry. My condolences. That's yeah. that's tough. So I prayers to you. I'm so sorry. Anyways, when I moved back to the Bay. Oh, hey, what up? I thought we would hang out. Now you're repping the Bay when you lived there for two minutes. <laughs> I don't even have any friends out there. I don't even go outside. It's been a tsunami lately. The only thing you see is that lotte guy. Do you haven't had a, a lotte's yet? Oh, yeah. They'll be like, yeah, I am the, an Oakland girl. They be coming up and down the street. Oh, my God. And what, if you're in South Central long enough, do you hear them It's like fire. the bay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, like, you hear the bells ringing and shit. That. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we love your lotte women and shit. You know. So, anyways, when I moved back to the bay, I thought we would hang out, but he never made an effort to see me. Only once. I've been hesitant to pursue anything more than friendship since I don't really see us being in a relationship, but honestly would be down to hook up or be friends with benefits. He is very sweet and a very sweet guy, and we share a lot of the same childhood history, but I could tell he is lost in life. Should I make the effort to see where it goes or just leave it alone? P.S. He isn't consistent in communication, but like I said, I'm not really looking for a relationship with him. We are both 26 and live in the Bay. Shout out. Oh, she lives in Oakland. Hey. Go dom, dom, dom. I don't care. I'm stuff. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to listen to more Bay Area music. Like every time me and Brian are like driving around the Bay, I'm like, put put your Bay Area music. Oh, we put like Pilo. Yeah. We're like, put me on sun. Put me on sun. Put me on sun. We, we really going done. And I'm just like. I'm just trying to I'm trying to live and breathe the bay. So I I am such a Cali Valley girl and I'm so sorry not to offend the Bay Area. Oh but anyways, shout out to you, Oakland. Um what you think, girl? 
Wait, so give me a run through again. Um, so uh, she, she's single, accomplished a lot in the last year. So she, she's thriving. Mm-hmm. Thriving. Love that. Um, but she did lose someone and she's grieving. So there's that vulnerability. Um, and he was there during like the grief. Okay. Um, and then, she, but then she moved back to the Bay and thought that they would hang out, but he never really made an effort. Um, and she's like, I've been hesitant to, to pursue anything more than a friendship because she's like kind of curious to see like where it would go. There's interest, you know, and but she's also like, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but I kind of like want to fuck and we could be friends with benefits. Like, you know, she's Ooh, being drawn that to can him. Be, I think and, yeah. you should, they should. One thing is be careful. But he's lost in life. That's what she said. Yeah, be careful with grief and sex. Be careful with grief and relationships, period. Because uh-huh. I think you, um, a lot of the time when we're trying to heal, um, which always tra- there's something, a part of it that is lost. With every person that is that you lose, a part of you, you know, gets lost. Yeah. So I think you just should just be careful with what you're filling that with. And sometimes we can feel that high of being with someone new to help run from what's going on, the grief. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I would avoid. Um, I'll also just avoid, yeah, I understand you want it to be like friends with benefits. I get that. But knowing that he's lost in life, that's not really going to add anything to your life, you know? Well, I mean, I think, I kind of think the opposite. Oh, really? Tell I me. think that like, um, if you really like, <laughs> I, I hate to say like, oh, if they're lost in life, take advantage of them. Not in that way, but I feel like it, it it kind of shows a sign that maybe, yeah, they're not really ready. So for a relationship. So if that's something you're not, you're kind of looking for is to not commit, like they could be a great candidate. But the only thing that I don't like is the, is inconsistent communication. Because even if you are just friends with benefits and just friends or not in a serious relationship, like communication is key on top of any type of relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think that like that could, could make things more confusing um because having boundaries to just be friends with benefits could be successful but it could also get really tricky so i think do you think friends with benefits work depends on the people i have friends with benefits i mean like there's i think that a lot of people could fuck without nowadays yeah true it just depends like for me i can't you know what I mean? You're not really, you know what I mean? Like, we kind of like I'm struggle not built with that. Like that. We're not built like that. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I think be honest with yourself. But I mean, if she, I don't, it doesn't really seem like she's even questioning if, like, she could, you know, she could be someone who could do that and not have feeling like, I don't know, you know, I could only like base it off of what I have here. But like, I think she's just kind of like doesn't really know how to like go about it. She's like, should I just not hit him up or like just leave him alone because he's like, He's not making effort. Um, but the fact that she's expecting him to make an effort, that means true. she's expecting something from him Don't expect already. Shit. Yeah. And so that's what makes me feel that you, do you want to be friends with benefits to kind of, is that your way to get in with him? You know, yeah, like, think about you, why do you want, why the do you want the friends with benefits and why do you, cause if it was friends with benefits, whether they hit you up or not, you wouldn't care whether he's making an effort or not. You wouldn't care. Like it yeah. would be one of those things. Well, he's going to hit me up when he hits me up. And when he does hit me up, yeah. I'm going to see what's up, you know? Right. right but right. she seems more invested in it than she's 
putting yeah. off, but it seems what yeah. do I know? I think when you're overthinking already of the scenario, you're investing yourself a little you too much. You need that red flag, Steph. Yeah, like, like I feel like we shouldn't, like I feel like that's already, like you're already investing in, in the situation. Emotionally. If, if you're overthinking. And also you're attaching him to your grief. Yeah. And so that's where it gets. The grief is because where... he made you feel better. He made so you feel better. now you want be- to continue exactly. to make you feel better. So that, that's exactly. scary. That's what I'm saying. Which like, I think it's fine to like... If he was a, if he didn't help her through the grief, that would be different. But yeah. you're emotionally attached to him because he soothed you in that time. So now he's going to be scary. your escape to soothe. And when you rely on that and he leaves, you're going to be left broken whether you want to be friends with benefits or not. It's still going to hurt. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. I think, um, girl, masturbate a lot. <laughs> find oh, someone, find so, someone else. Find someone else. Find someone else, but don't talk to them about your grief. That way, you like have you don't boundaries. Want a trauma That's a bond. You don't want a trauma, want a trauma bond. bond. You just want to have sex, have fun, keep it surface level. Yeah. Because when I think you like, you go really, you have these really deep attachments. Oh, it, it's going to create an attachment. So try to have less attachment and just be surface level and just have fun with whatever friends and benefits you want. And yeah, that's. I think good advice. Mm. But either way, I was not good at friends with benefits. So friends with what? Nah, bro. Oh, we go together. <laughs> if you kiss me, we go together. <laughs> like you, my man. You my man. You kiss me, you my man. That's my new motto. Kiss me, you're my man. I'm the oh, broken that, that motto. It's okay. <laughs> so this one says the subject is moving to a new city. Isn't what the movies make it out to be. Girl. Lol. I feel like if someone who's moved from country to country. <laughs> And city to city, you may have a thing or two to say, right? Yeah. Uh, she says, hola, babes. Hola, so, mama. Hola, bitch. What up? So just a little bit about me. My name is Diana. I am 22 years old. I am Mexicana. And I've been listening to The Pod since March of 2019. Hola, chica. Bitch, what? OG. I love you. OG, bitch. She's been here since Morgan. <laughs> the Morgan issue in 2019. <laughs> That's before the bed. That was before TikTok. So thank you. Um, so now a little backstory. My family moved to the U.S. in 2005. So ever since then, we have lived in Washington. Fast forward to 2022. I got engaged in March. and moved to San Diego in June. This was a really big change for me because I've never been out of Washington and never been alone. The past couple months have been amazing. Not only for my fiance and I as a couple, but for both of us individually. Now, being alone in a city where I literally don't know anything or anyone has been the hardest thing I've ever done, dot, 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 which leads me to my question. Oh, I guess I could relate to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you moved to Oakland or moved out to be on your own, how did you get over the hurdle of feeling lonely? I know it's probably something you'll never fully get over, but how did you work with those feelings? Don't get me wrong. My fiance, my family, my homegirls back home are my biggest support system, and I know I have them. I know I could call them whenever, and my fiancé and I have so much fun. He's literally my best friend. But, you know, it's hard out here. But thank you for listening, and thank you to everyone that comes on the pod because you guys are truly impacting people's lives for the better. Aww. Love you. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Love you and mean it. Whether it's by giving them relationship advice, sex advice, telling stories that we can relate to, and always speaking your truth, you guys have been helping me stay positive and a little extra these past couple months. I love you and I thank you. Aww. Oh, so I'm gonna make me cry. I'm so emotional. 
<laughs> I also need to sleep. So I'm like extra emotional. Uh, P.S. You could call me if you want to, but please do another live show soon. I couldn't go to the last one because my car broke down and I had to pay for that. But I really want to go see you and make friends out here. Laughing my ass off, but okay, long enough. Bye. I got your ticket, girl. Yeah, we'll get your ticket. Yeah. We'll, comp, we'll comp your ticket. Um, but also, it's like 11.30 p.m., so we're not going to make any phone calls. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it is late, um, but we'll answer your question to anything. Um, okay, where do I begin? I feel like building your own community outside of your boyfriend is going to be huge. Yes. And I think I'm also on the same, like, you are journey right now. Not necessarily that I feel lonely. I think I'm like... Because you're a homebody, low-key. I am. I'm such... I think people don't realize how much of a homebody I am. Like, I'm okay you with You got your alone. animals and your man? Stop playing with her. Yeah. You will not see me out <laughs> if I am with my animals and my man. The Virgil has not heard of Steph <laughs> since Brother B came in this I situation. Like, B. I think the, the time that I felt lonely... Uh, was when I moved from Santa Clarita to LA, mm -hmm. which is like not that far. It's like 30 minutes, yeah. 45 minutes to an hour, whatever. And um, I felt lonely because I was so used to having like my best friends live down the street and just being surrounded by so many people. Like all my friends were there. So it was like, and it is a big, anyone who's like from Santa Clarita knows like it is cut, like it's not that far, but it's such a big culture shock. Because it, you're really, like, the suburbs is really built for you to, like, not leave. Yeah. You know, like, within the same, uh, like, mile of, like, your home, you have, like, for me at least, I had, like, the mall. I had the hospital. I had the grocery store. I had everything, Walmart, those Target. Hubs, there's everything in those little Literally hubs. within a mile of where I lived, I had all of that. So I didn't leave. Everything was there. Yeah. And so... To go to LA, it was like, I had to go to, how long to go to a Target? I got to go, and then go to Rouse, and it's like, how far? Like, it was like, everything was so far. And that's why we door dash everything, because it's just like, literally everything. Literally. Because to go out, I feel like I'll spend more time and more money just leaving the house than just having yeah. it delivered. The, the, give me the delivery fees. Right, it's right. It's worth it. And so I, and you know, I did feel lonely because it was... First being like out on my own by myself and like that's really scary, especially yeah. in the situation I was in where my mom like kicked me out. And so it was like kind of just grieving that of just like I don't feel like I had because, you know, also my dad lives in Michigan. I have a brother in Texas. Like everyone was like just kind of split up. and My mom got married and like, she, you know, I felt really alone. I felt like I didn't really have like family. At that. Yeah. I felt really lonely at that time. And, you know, like my friends were doing their thing so I just like that that's the era where I went out a lot you know like I really started like just going out and meeting people and going on dating apps I think that really like helped obviously she's like getting married but she can go on Bumble BFF I have a couple of friends that are on there as well <coughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna get on Bumble BFF like when I get home <laughs> yeah because now I feel like okay I'm not feeling as lonely as I was when I moved to LA back in the day but like um but, like, moving to Oakland, now I'm like, okay, the first year was really, like, just settling settling in. in, adjusting to, like, living with a man because I've never done this before. And, like, getting my career right, you know, and adjusting to, like, the schedule of coming out here. And now I feel like I'm at a place where it's, like, so much smoother. Yeah. And it kind of got me sad, like, during the holidays because I was, like, you know, like, I 
my favorite part of the holidays is going to like a holiday party. You know, getting okay. dressed up, going yeah. to like a work holiday party yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like seeing your friends. Like I didn't have that. Yeah. Like no one invited me and Brian <laughs> to their fucking house holiday party. Like I was like, we got no friends out here. <laughs> you know, like his friends are kind of far too. Yeah. And so I was like, we need, we need friends. So I like, I'm kind of now transitioning to the idea of like, okay, I could like, I can, I can make new friends. Like yeah. just a couple of like girlfriends who I could go to like brunch with and just with, yeah. hang out with. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, so Bumble BFF is definitely where I'm going to be doing that. And just, I think also like I've been telling myself like, okay, maybe, cause I also need to go outside more. Yeah. I'm a little cooped up. That's a up. thing. <laughs> I'm a little cooped up. I'm actually a homebody as well. <coughs> and so yeah. I definitely do understand that. But at the same time, I do have my girlfriends. And I'm, listen, I'm not married. I've never have been married. But I have a strong, when I do get married, I definitely want to have my independence outside of my man. Like, yes. I understand that you're saying your man's your best friend. I get that. I think that's perfectly fine. I think that's perfectly healthy. But you don't want your man to become everything because that's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want, you just want to have something to tell him. Like, hey, I met this person. And yeah. you just want to have your a little bit of something for you. And if you want to have girl chat. And also maybe... And this may also be a contrary, controversial opinion, but be careful of getting single friends when you're getting engaged because I think sometimes that can be a little tricky. Yeah. I think, um, obviously, depending on your age, you may want to get people who are married or who are more because they, they will want to do more things that you will are I shouldn't say allowed to do. I think I want like a couple, one yeah, single like, friend. Exactly. One sing- a couple and then like as a one single, single friend. friend. Yeah, because if you have all single friends, you're like they want to party every day. Right. You got your man at home, girl. You got right, right. You gotta but I want like I want like couple best friends. Yeah, a couple like, best I friends. I want to hang out with other couples. Yeah. You exactly. know, just like hang out. And so but it's you know And then also as a married person you're gonna be talking about things that so honestly, a single people just can't relate to and, right. and vice versa. And so you're going to be like, I don't, they're going mean, to make a relate to a single girl. Though, but you are a bit of... different because you have a podcast about sex and dating. <laughs> right, exactly. So I can but, literally act like yeah, I'm, I'm still single Yeah, but if you're just newly engaged in a new city, yeah. um, you know, but Bumble BFF, I think is a great start. 1000%. Going on a hike, going on an adventure with someone else. I was going to start for me, like, because I don't ever go outside and I want to like, I'm starting to get myself to like work out more. Like I want to join like classes. Like yeah, I want to do like Pilates, that's great, like yeah. yoga, stuff like that. And I think that that's like a good place to find um, yeah, like 100%. friends, like putting yourself in like, okay, maybe I'll take this type of class or this, putting yourself in the certain environment. Yeah. And also depending where, on the industry or in networking events as well. Yeah. I've met people from networking events um, that I'm Tell friends. them about how like when you moved here, you went to that African event and now like yeah, all like are, Yeah, exactly. Like literally when I moved here, um, I lived in Ghana as many of you know so there was this girl I think I met her at church or something and she invited me to this African networking yeah. event African professionals and I've that was in 2017 and I've been friends with them up to this day I'm friends with them they're some of my closest friends we travel together we they've come to my parents house for Easter Aww. um so yeah I yeah, think just doing things that are just like 
up your alley of like interest, you know, you know, you're going to find people who are like minded and you have to go there and be intentional about talking. Like you can't just go there and just be in your corner. Like, yeah. So I was at a networking event and you know how like in LA people are really like, don't talk to me, but talk to me, you know? Right. Right. And so I was there, I was walking, I was with my good girlfriend, Ashley, hey Ash. And, um, this girl came up to me and was like, hi, my name is, and I was, I was perplexed. I was like, why are you walking up? And I was like, oh, this is a networking event where people actually talk to each people. Right. <laughs> and so it's almost like LA kind of gives you this notion that you're not supposed to talk to people, but that environment called allows you to be comfortable. And that's something I've been doing is like, hey, I think I've seen you somewhere, you know? Right. Even though I probably haven't seen them anywhere. And then they're like, maybe you saw me here and then we just start a conversation. So right. sometimes Or I'm, just even a compliment be like, yeah, oh, my God, oh your really hair looks so your... good. Or even yeah. if you're at a bar by sometimes I go to the places by myself. I that's not for everybody. I know. Ah uh, no. <laughs> but I sometimes go to places by myself um there's a restaurant in LA called Joey's and there's a bar there that a lot of people just go to and sit at and you can start conversations with someone sitting next to you so yeah I, I used to do that a lot when I was single yeah yeah that's just a great organic way to meet people but if you want to go, go a more intentional way I think Bumble BFF will be a good thing for you for too. sure yeah. yeah just go outside Bumble BFF do things that like yeah are of your interest. Yeah. That way you could meet like-minded people. People, right? And that you actually feel like you'll get along with. Yeah, like being I don't know, being a, it's so it's just crazy cuz like when you're kids and you're in school, like you just meet people in your class, yeah. like things are just so easy and accessible and like organic cuz you see these people fucking right. every day. And so when you like now fast forward to being an adult, it's like we have to like be, be intentional, intentional of like putting ourselves out there to make friends. So, I mean, I when I went on Bubble BFF, I was like, oh my God, there's so many people I could be besties with. Like, they looked so cool. And I was actually messaging some people, but I feel bad because, like, kind of goes to them. Because <laughs> I just, I was so busy, yeah. you know? So, but now I'm like ready for that intention to put myself out there. Okay. Um, and so I'm with you, girl. We got this. We got it's just, this. it's just now just and having. And San Diego is such a beautiful place, and there's so many nice people there. There's um, University of San Diego. Here, not here, not here, not here. So there's lots of people there. Yeah. I'm sure that you can. Um, bond with yeah like you got this and i feel like on bomber bff too you'll meet people that are just like you that are feeling lonely that just moved to san diego so it's a lot yeah it's always the people are like i just moved here yeah. so it's like-minded exactly people so try that yeah let's and know you, what happens do you remember um homegirl ariana from australia i do i love her shout out to Hi, fucking ariana. cherry rice eight town bitch <laughs> i miss you i know she listens to the pod hopefully she still listens hopefully she's still there um but she like she lives in australia and i remember she would come out to la and just like stay here for like a month yeah. damn near it felt like and you know we started hanging out but she would also go on bubble bff and like make friends just for her trip because oh, she I didn't know that she was out here by herself and i like admired that because like she was like putting herself out there yeah she made so many friends just being out here and i was like that is the coolest thing ever so i think that like it's cool you'll meet like the dopest people on yeah. there it's not weird please keep us updated i'm interested yeah i'm invested come to the show yes you do a san diego show i'll be there i'll be there all right next one is bedroom insecurities and body confidence Ooh, you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Hey, Steph. First, you know what? Okay. Can I just... I love that I've, like, created a community of where y'all are 
just say da pod <laughs> like it's da pod like you just just say it like you know and it's i love just, that i love that and i just like thank you for dealing with like the way that i speak on anyways tbh um, <laughs> tbh first love to pod been obsessed since i found you on tiktok during the pandemic so much shit has happened in my life since then, and I swear you have helped me overcome so many obstacles and helped me see from a different perspective with literally everything that has happened in my life. So thank you. Wow. You're giving me too much credit. I love that. Thank you. Um, anyways, so my boyfriend, Cancer, and I, Pisces, Ooh. Oof, emotions, um, have been together for six months and have moved to a new state together this summer. Oh, Wow. Fast, I know, but we're in our early 20s and girl, we want to travel and our jobs allow us to do so. So Love fuck it. Anyways, I'm incredibly insecure. Oh. <laughs> 2020, I lost about 60 pounds and quickly gained 60 it all. 60 size, six zero? Six zero. Wow. And quickly gained it all back due to disordered eating and I'm still struggling learning to love my body and take care of it. But it's affecting my relationship more and more. Sometimes my boyfriend struggles to stay hard and will go soft still inside me. Oh, it makes me sad. I know. We've discussed it before and he says it has nothing to do with me and it's just because of my anxiety or funk with his body. Um, I, I will say it doesn't happen too often, but when it does, I just feel so insecure as if it's because me and my body that he just isn't attracted to me. I believe him when he says it has nothing to do with me or my body, but it's difficult to not get in my head, blame myself, and compare myself to his exes. Oh, I hate admitting that. I'm very sexual, so it's difficult that my relationship with my body is getting in the way of that. Do you have any advice on how I can start to feel more confident with sex and my body? I feel like I've seen a huge shift in your confidence over the years, and your girl needs some of that. Love you and all your co-hosts. Oh, she lives in Indiana. Shout out, girl. Love you, mean it. We love you and we mean it wholeheartedly. Um, you want to start? You start, bitch, because I, I I feel you have something to say. I mean, I I mean, I I love I mean, I love and hate talking about like body confidence because it is like a triggering thing for me. Yeah, and I like I feel you. I'm as someone who fluctuates like <laughs> all the time. Um, it could get pretty. And so for someone who's just like, no matter what size I've been, it's always just been a struggle to love myself because there's always somebody who's got something to fucking say, AKA Shamu. Um, uh, but we we're are working uh, through that. We're working through it. We're working through Shamu. We're working through it. <laughs> working progress. Uh, and the, I mean, that's the thing though, is like, I, I think we're always going to be working through it. Mm -hmm. There's never going to be, I mean, there's going to be a lot of moments where you feel confident and you feel sexy. And, um, and then there's going to be moments, you know, because as women, like our bodies change, yes. you know, like we age things, things drag a little bit, <laughs> you know, we get pregnant, we have kids and, you know, we, you grow it in some hips a little later. You know what I mean? Our nipples get bigger when you're pregnant. Our bodies change, change. a lot. So it's going to be, I think, a battle for most of us, like, just for the rest of our lives. Um, I don't want to say battle. I just think it's just, like, a practice of, like, self-love that we're going to have to continue to have for the rest of our lives. And I think, I mean, God, what was her fucking name to point? Kazumi. Kazumi said it best. She actually really inspired me today when I did the episode with her. Oh. She was like, I don't know if you were in the room at that time, but she said, she's like, 
She's like, I have insecurities in my body, but what I do is like, I, I, I make it into like a kink. <laughs> like, you know, and I was telling her how like my stomach is like my biggest insecurity. Yeah. And she was just like, She's like, well, and she was like telling me how to like turn it into kink and how to like say it and like just mean it in a really sexy way. And I really owning just, it. just owning it. And I think ultimately it's like just gaining the confidence no matter what size or phase you are in, you know, your, you know, your, your body, your healing and your like dieting, whatever it is. And I just think that like, um, it's, yeah, it's just like owning it. I mean, I, for me, like when I'm having sex, I try not to like, Think of that, like I get into like a fantasy head where I'm just like, oh, matter of the gut, I'm just the fucking sexiest thing alive. And like, even though I know like, I don't always, I don't really believe that, you know, but like sometimes you just have to like pretend. Even when I was at the photo shoot, like I'm like, I fucking sometimes hate looking at myself, but uh, to, to get this done and to take photos that, you know, that I want and need for the show, I'm like, I have to disassociate, you know, and like. And, like, just believe in myself. I don't want to say, like, disassociate. <laughs> that sounds a little aggressive. But, like, just, 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 just like, gain, get that confidence, confidence, you know? And, like, sometimes being delusional is just, like, the best medicine. Mm-hmm. And just, like, telling yourself, like, you know, and, and not even saying, like, oh, my God, I'm the skinniest bitch ever because I'm, that'd be lying to myself, <laughs> you know? And just being, like, my fucking curves are amazing. Yeah, I got this gut, but fuck it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and sometimes I feel like there's two things. I think... <coughs> I find it you I think people should spend more time in the mirror just staring at their bodies. Yeah. And then let's just just look just analyze your body. Just be naked, turn around, it's gonna be very uncomfortable. But the mo- and that should become like it it's a thing of you have to it's a mental thing. And so yeah. to change your mind mentally, you have to do something consistently. Like if you want to lose weight, you go to the gym consistently. If you wanna um if you want to become a master at something, you have to continue to practice it. If you, same thing when if you want to love your body, you have to learn to l- practice looking at it and complimenting mm-hmm. yourself. Even if it's five minutes in the day, it could be like, I love my body. I think my my I love my hips. Yeah. Um, I you know, just affirming yourself. And it's okay if you don't believe it. But the beautiful thing about the body and the mind is that if you tell yourself something. Uh, more, uh, enough you're going to start believing it oh, and so i say it's like casting a spell yeah like even in my room i have different like this <laughs> i went into your room and i was like you are so nice to yourself because there's just so many affirmations everywhere yeah and it's just like so when i'm and so even subconsciously even if i'm not reading it i'm always seeing something around me that is reminding me of my higher power of my empowering myself and so th- that's just constant um, just reiteration of the love I, I want to have for myself. And so I think a lot of people are saying, well, I don't believe it. So what's the point of me saying it? It's not about that. It's just about you. once you tell your, your mind something, it starts to become true. So right. I definitely would, as an actionable step for you to do, is five minutes every day, look in your mirror and give yourself a compliment. Yeah. And then hopefully the more you do that, the more you will gain. And then practical advice as well. I may get in trouble for this, but 
you've lost 60 pounds before. I've lost, how much did I lose? I lost like 40 pounds. And the thing, I, even though I put on probably like 25 of them, I keep saying to myself, well, if I've done it before, I can do it again. I was going to say, that's not controversial. That's, that's yeah. facts, you know? <laughs> If I've like, done it before, I've done it again. What I need to do is implement discipline. Like I, what I'm, I always think, what yeah. did I do before then? Like before then, I really wanted it. And I was going to the gym constantly. I was eating right. I was drinking a lot of water. Right. And so... You ha- there has to be that discipline. So my encouragement to you is you've done it before. You can, you, can you have again. the power to yeah. do it again, but it still percent. doesn't negate the fact that there are skinny people that still think they're fat. So because it's up it's here. So I think starting with, you know, the positive affirmations for yourself. And then if, if you want to lose weight, if that's something you, you want for yourself, then try and remember, write down the things that got you to lose weight the first time. And then start slowly implementing that in your life. Yeah, like if you've done it, especially before, you could. It's proof do of it concept. Again. Yeah, proof of concept. Exactly. So, um, yeah, no, I love that. And I think, like, I also want to say too, because I think that, like, because I am so body positive, positive, so body positive, people like assume it's like, oh, you're promoting obesity and an unhealthy lifestyle. It's like, no, I'm not. That's not the case. Like, I think that, like. Um, clearly if there's something you're unhappy with, I'm like a full advocate of doing what it takes to like change that. Meaning like, you know, if you want to go to the gym or creating healthy habits or even honestly like surgery, yeah. you know, I'm not saying go out and get, get surgery, but it's like, you know, like for me, like, I, you know, I want to get my double chin or whatever, but it's also like, I know that like, it's, it's also a mental thing too, like doing it for you and not doing it for other people not doing it to please anybody not doing it to get something out of it it's really because it's like well I want to do this for myself because this makes me happy right this is my self-love to give back to myself because I want this for me you know and I think that that like should be number one on why you do anything anything you know including like losing weight or eating healthier is because it's a choice for you and not because someone fucking told you so 100% you know? Yeah, it's all about your mind. So as I said, like you can lose the weight, you can have all the surgery in the world, but if you in your mind still see yourself the same way, you can do anything, and it's not—it's right. still not going to be good enough for you. Right. And so that's why it's important to start with the mind first. Body dysmorphia is a thing. It's a, such a no thing. matter what size you are, ev- every. every size has and struggled it's never, with that. And it's, at one you're point. never going to be good enough for yourself. So that's why right. I say. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. Give yeah. yourself the room to feel. And um, if you want to change it, do something about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Lately, what I've been doing, um, like, because I work from home and I'm always home. <laughs> and one thing, which I love, I love the comfort of being in my sweats and my animals and my man. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I love it. The downside of it is, like, you know, pre-pandemic, you know, I – always had somewhere to go for work. So meaning like I always got dressed up. I always had like a fly outfit every day and would do my hair and makeup, you know? And like, I don't do that every day. Like when I do it, it's like an occasion. It's for the show. It's for whatever. And, but I found myself because I never put myself together, brushed my hair, did my makeup. I found myself hating myself. I didn't feel like, I was like, I am so disgusting. And I like, caught myself in that and I was like why am I so mean to myself yeah. and it's really because I haven't been giving back into like the self-care you yeah. know like even even the little things like brushing your hair yeah 
you know? And so I was like, okay, well, the one thing that makes me feel really good is doing my hair and makeup. But like in actuality, I don't think it's like, <laughs> I think it's a waste of time. Just, I mean, unless you love doing it, it's like, I don't want to just like do my makeup and just sit at home in front of the computer, you know? Um, so I was like, okay, well, let me just get into like skincare. Yeah. So I've really just like been implementing like this skincare routine and like the gua sha and like massaging my face and like brushing my hair just because it's I'm putting that in my morning routine just as I used to when I would do my hair and makeup. I just replaced it with skincare yeah. because I'm at home and I'm like, well, I'm still like taking care of myself and right. loving myself in that way. And I think it like bitch, your skin is whoa. Which I was so glad because I came to LA and I'm telling you all the compliments. And I, I was, was like, she's glowing. But here's the thing: I wasn't doing it for that kind of reaction. Yeah. I wasn't doing it for anyone. It right. was like, oh, I want to. I just want to like make me feel good, like just giving back to myself a little yeah. bit, you know. So it was like, and that's why I did it. Was really just to like, I was like, oh, this feels good for me, and like it was just a moment for me to like relax and just like take care of myself before I start the day and work and stuff. So like, but then it was a bonus knowing like, oh my God, your skin's looking real, real good. good. Like yeah. you got this glow going on. So I was like, oh, okay, that's a good plus, yeah. you know? So, but now I'm like, I think for me, my biggest like thing in my insecurity is like, I hate working out and I've, I've done a million things. I've had the trainers, I've had the gym memberships. And I just never, like, I just, I hate, it's a struggle, you know? And so and now I'm, like, learning just, like, the power of, like, habit mm-hmm. more than just, like, just working out just to, like, because I have to work out yeah. because of this. Like, even going to the gym for, like, five minutes. It's something. And that's why I, I used to always think, like, if I can't go to the gym for at least an hour, then there's no there, point in me waste. going. Yeah. yeah. So, but if that is not true. Even if you take a walk, it's right. better than doing nothing. And another thing I do to try and motivate myself, because I dress up cute to go to the gym, girl. Yeah, I, you do. I, I invested in actual... Out gym outfits because even if that's your one thing of dressing up and going out and doing something for yourself, which is going to the gym, like you look at yourself in the mirror, I'm like, dang, you look kind of nice. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that could be the one thing that you that like, can motivate, that can help that you can motivate, and that helps yeah, motivate like, you. Yeah. And you can buy a new outfit and gets say, you excited. Well, that gets you excited to wear. You right. Know? Yeah. And then yeah. So and for me, it's like that wouldn't motivate me. I think it's just like I have to create because I've learned even with my skincare routine. I was like, well, I've been able to create this habit with this. And like it's like my everyday now. I make the bed. I used to never make the bed, girl. But now I make the bed. I work on my like skin. And I'm like, okay, now I really want to like implement my workout, you know. And I'm still working on it, guys. I'm not like, oh yeah, you know, (laughs) I'm not working out every day. But like I definitely have been trying my best to step it up and even telling myself like, you don't got to go hard, girl. Like, I felt like yeah. every time I expected 100%. to always give my 110%. Yeah. And every day, you don't fucking feel like that. And I'm just, like, I, I'm, again, like, going into the creating the habit of, like, just you have at to least showing break, up. Exactly. You have to, because if you don't, if you are at the place where you wake up in the morning, like, I don't want to go to the gym. I mean, you just don't go. You're never going to pass that that that, yeah. that, that barrier in your mind. So it, it is, like, a stage thing. It's just, like... And you feel more accomplished. You will feel more accomplished, not even about going to the gym, but by the the discipline that you've shown to yourself that I actually did not want to be here and look, I'm here. And then it will be over. Even if you're there for 20 minutes, you're just like, the fact of the matter is, you went, I went, I showed up and I showed up for myself. And then you will see that not only happen in your day, in your workout, but in your daily life, you will notice things just start 
becoming more you start to just cultivate a more disciplined lifestyle in general right. with, and that impacts everything I agree I agree like and I, yeah and I think just like not putting so much pressure on myself is something I've told myself too it's just like because yeah, we, like, we always want to so, do something 110% we always want to do the most yeah. <laughs> and like it, and that was me I was always had to, everything had to be the most yeah and that's why I failed a lot of times and like committing to stuff like that because it was like not realistic. Yeah, you know? sudden realistic. And so, and a lot of times, like you know, I'm like, okay, I'll only be there for like five minutes, but I end up being there for like 45 minutes yeah. because it's like the, because the, I'm here now. I'm here now, <laughs> right? And, it, and it's like because the hardest part is just getting there because when I'm actually there, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let's yeah, go, let's do a little something, you know, it's fine, you know. And so, yeah, and so, and yeah. don't let a fine man be there, child. I don't even looking because I know you're not looking, but I'm, I'm always uh, like, <laughs> look at me, Brian. Yeah, me and Brian like went together. Aww. It was cute. So yeah, it's just like again, I'm still in like the the stage of just trying to build that habit. Yeah. And again, doing it for me, like I feel like I've I've mastered that in so many ways of my life and different things. And I'm trying to like try to like use that recipe in and now getting and in and now like trying to be healthier yeah. even with like yeah just with everything everything so um that's my i think that's where the confidence comes from going back to like homegirl's email like how to gain that confidence i think it's like i think the confidence comes from like because i trust myself mm. and i trust myself because i failed a lot yeah because i've disappointed myself a lot yeah. but i've also like found ways to overcome it and I think you know because let's say like she's lost 60 pounds like use that as like well like you've trusted yourself that you've done it before right and yes you gained it back but like you've you've done it before you've done it you, you've showed up for yourself so like is, use that trust like yeah. trust yourself because like it's there you're capable and you confidence we can give you all the advice in the world, but you have to want it. That's just yeah. the, the fact of the matter is it's work. It's going to take work. It's right. going to take effort. It's going to take a mindset. It's, it's not something that is just going to naturally come and it's not going to come overnight. So it's just, you have to want it and you have to work towards it. And, um, and I don't know if this is just me. Like for me, like confidence really comes from like when I hit rock bottom, yeah. when I just lose all of it. When I'm just like, I feel like shit. And then I, I think you get tired of feeling like shit. And you're like, I don't want to be here anymore. And so you just like, I like I use that like the really dark times to like motivate myself. Yeah. Which is good, but sometimes like. You that don't could, want to always have to hit rock Right. Bottom. I was like, I don't want to wait till I hit rock bottom. So that's also something where it's like, I got to find motivation elsewhere mm-hmm. because like we we don't have enough time to just keep hitting rock bottom but i will say like because i've hit rock bottom and done it like i just i've gained more trust in myself that i don't think at this time in my life moving forward i have to hit rock bottom all the time but before it was like i had to like lose it all in order to gain it back back. you know and like you know which helps but i think through time you just have to like you'll learn you'll learn yourself Oh my god, is it how is it already an hour? Is it? Yeah. I want to do one more email. Yes, please. This one says, How do I know casual sex is for me? (laughs) 
I don't know if we're the right people for this, but like, we'll figure it out. As in, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know? <laughs> um, Steph with a PH, but it's okay. It's we're F, F. Stephanie with one F, Steph with two Fs. Come on. But it's, uh, but I also. It's fine. We love you. I understand. But I'm F, not. F. <laughs> but F, F. <laughs> um, love, T-H-E, the pod. It's <laughs> kidding. Are you new here? Are you new here? <laughs> Welcome. Are you new here? Just kidding. It's Welcome F-F- to the show. D-A-T-H-A. <laughs> you always know who like the ones who've been here for a while to the ones who are the new. Pod. But it's good. We love new people. Love you. Um, love the pod. Listening to your perspective on dating has helped me reshape what a healthy sex life looks like. <laughs> Growing up, I always felt so much shame around sex outside of a committed relationship. Yes. But sex within my relationship, two serious ones about 10 years apart was never great or very passionate. Mm-hmm. I downloaded Hinge out of the out of boredom and intense horniness. Girl, you sound like me. Talk to me, girl. Yeah. Thinking maybe I should try some casual sex. Mm. I don't want to be in a relationship right now as mm. I've been single about a year and still working on myself physically and mentally. I met someone recently that turned into a sexting that turned into sexting super fast. We sexted for about a week and it was super hot. We met up, shot some pool, had a beer, then went back to his place. <laughs> shot some porn. <laughs> shot some pool. Okay. <laughs> did, you, did I say porn? No, I just thought. You just thought, like, shot some porn, <laughs> drank some beer, went back home. Um, <laughs> the sex was so hot. Oof. He was definitely a bit kinkier than I've ever been, but I was very into it. Girl, I squirted for the first time <gasps> in my life, and I'm 30. Yes, 30 gang. That's what I'm talking 30, about. 30 ever squirted? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of rare for like, you know. I'm like, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Right, okay. Needless to say, it's clear to me that a relationship is not where this is heading. But I really want to keep having sex with this guy. But my hang up is that I don't get his sexy snaps like I did when, we, like I did, like I did before we had sex. Despite me sending some mostly verbal, I'm starting to feel like he's one and done kind of guy. I don't know. I know everyone is different and it's important to be open with someone about what you want a situation. When I talk to my friends about this, they say that even though I tell myself I don't want a relationship, I have similar expectations, even calling it casual. In my perfect world, we would just keep having sex, getting to know each other, naturally becoming friends with benefits. Am I delusional? How do I have a sexual casual relationship without having more expectations? Does this mean that I'm not capable of having one? Help a cocky Leo bitch out. <laughs> Would love your perspective. I love that. She's from Phoenix. Oh, Shout out to Paris A Town. The other A Town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the Atlanta? Other, the other A Town. Um, I, okay. I still think, I mean, I don't know what if she has other expectations. Um, I think communication i think i said this earlier like no matter what type of relationship you are friends with benefits friendships yeah like whoever you should always like know where you stand Mm -hmm. um and you should be able to communicate and have good communication if you can't i don't want to tell you girl you know (laughs) it doesn't seem like she has any problems she's willing to like you know it's it's the other person which unfortunately like i get that there's a lot of people out there who like don't know how to communicate like 
oh, I just want sex and they just do it and like disregard people. Yeah. And like there's just people like that. Especially out there. when you have when you're sexting, I think that what makes it spicy is that you've never done it before in right. person. But once yeah. it's done, it's just like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, like maybe yeah, he could just be like a one and done guy. And I think that like just um but in a sense, yeah, like don't expect anything from him yeah. because like you can't that's tell him where like the fine line. That's is. where the fine line is. Um, even expect the communication, which I feel like any grown ass adult who's out here fucking, like we really, if we're fucking, you guys, PSA, if we're fucking one another, we should really know where we stand. If it is just a one, a hundred percent, like we just, you just fucked the shit out of my gut. Like I should know if this is the last time or not. You know I want to hear from you. I need to know. Like, I think adults. I can take it. Right. Like we need to be honest about like, okay, it's just casual or is it not? And we shouldn't be offended by what the other person really wants. 100%. You know, as long as things are consensual. But like, I just hate when people just like, don't know how to like communicate, communicate that. So that I can see how that can be really frustrating. And I don't think that like, that makes you incapable of it. Um, it kind of seems like you're self-aware and like, and honestly be- ask him like, Hey, I've noticed you've had less, we've, you've been sending me less snaps. Like what's the tea poo? Like on, what do you, ha- when I do the, what do you have to lose? Nothing. That's you, true. You have like, you, you don't need to see this man again. You don't need to be embarrassed. Like, Maybe he has a reason why. Yeah. And then, and you can have an honest, when I don't really want a relationship with anyone, I'm so blatant, like. Yeah, like, like you don't care. You're just like. Bluntly honest. I'm, I don't care. I'm like, like I have nothing to lose. hey, I have nothing to lose. I, um, I've noticed you send that snaps. Is that a particular reason why? And you can, like, is it because we had sex and the fantasy is gone? Like, right. And so you just, and if they don't give you the communication you want, initiate the, the conversation that's that you true, want. That's true. Because what if they think that you're cool with it too? Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't know what you're fucking. Thinking. And that's not having expectations. That's just being an adult. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, honestly, what I would say to him is like, Hey, like I've been honestly really enjoying having sex with you, and I would, I would, I would love to continue like the casual just sex. that, yeah. You know, like that's what I'm looking for. And I think that like we could do that if that's something like you're if, open to. If you're open to, if like I don't know what you're looking for, like I think this. If you're down, like let's just keep fucking. It's yeah, good. you know. And if you're not, like I understand. Which is rather no. Yeah. You don't want to. So and then you like, keep it pushing and keep it pushing. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Thanks. So, yeah, that's true. You're right. Communicate how you feel because I think that, like... Yeah. Men are stupid. They don't know their ass and their titties. Like, you kind of <laughs> have to train them. Train them. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. And to, like, being like, okay, well, this is how I communicate. Even if it's just fucking. Yeah. This is how I communicate. Hey, I, I just want to fuck. Because I'm an adult. Right. And, like, <laughs> I think a lot of times, too, like, men just have this assumption... That you want to be in a relationship with them. Right. So they're probably... We don't want you. <laughs> right? Like... So I think he's probably just trying to like do the whole man thing. Like, let me just not like confuse him. Yeah. And like, not like, you know, but like, I think as a woman, if you're like, Hey, this is how I operate. Yeah. This this is is what what I I want. want. This is cool. And you give that to me. Yes or no. Right. But I don't know if, but let's say she's not thinking so direct and she's like being delusional about gaining a relationship. Like, I don't know what her past relationships are like. Then she's so going to learn. The only way to know that is to learn. Like, if you find yourself, girl, if you find yourself catching feelings, send us another email and we'll tell you to run. Right. But I mean, for- <laughs> I think there's at one point, okay, at one point in our lives, mm. we did try to see if we could be a friends with benefits type of bitch. Right. And then we learned, oh, 
But her email yes, didn't or we insinuate that she liked this email really came off that it was sexual from the jump. So it's not like we they will have I mean like, her subject says, How do I know casual sex is for me? Because her home her homegirls home are telling her like because she's like, Yeah, like I want to hear from him, like I don't know what's going on. And they're like, You're expecting too much, like you know, like you of course, you know, because she wants to know if they can. But then just I fuck. think that just like, wanting to wanting to know where you stand in a casual relationship isn't expecting too much. It's being an that's what I'm saying. It's just being adults yeah, about the situation. Yeah, like speaking about like where what what is happening. We're supposed like, to just have sex and just like and walk like, around, I, ignore each other, like you never you just did. Hit me up whenever you want. No, no. let me because know. Let me respect, know what just because I think casual sex doesn't mean you don't have to have respect for yourself and for the other right. person. Like it's still a version of a relationship, it, and yeah. so in that it still requires communication people still need to know where they stand if you're catching feelings let me know so i know how, when to to back off right and you know so everyone just understands yeah what the tea is you yeah even if it's not serious you still need to put in the work and like communicate where each yeah. person stands so you know how to move forward because that's when it becomes like so confusing and, and not fun. And then you think about when it you're like just confusing each yeah, other. Exactly. Shit. That's not fucking fun. And then you're in your head about it when you really just don't have to because it can be solved with one it, conversation. Yeah, and like we could be just proactive yeah. and just let each other how we know and get the fucking cum, bitch. <laughs> like, why the hell are we out here confusing each well, other? I don't know. People are useless. <laughs> People are useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People are useless. But no, for real. But then also, she did mention how her friends were like, maybe you're telling yourself you want this, but you don't really. But no one can know that but her. I know, but like sometimes you be knowing your friends. Like, like let's say, let's, let's say I was still single and I was like just casually having sex with someone. Would you really believe that I wouldn't grow? But then feelings? the step, the thing is with you, and just like you have to go through it before yeah. you understand that to be true i i could tell you things so much like stuff is not like a, and you'd be like i know but do, do, and i mean it's ha- happened a lot yeah, even, though literally has happened. even though i know you're delusional i'm just like she has to just go through it she yeah she has to yeah it just and then you with that there's so many lessons that it's almost like hazing like there's just so many lessons in knowing yourself and you said yeah. that you're getting to know yourself sometimes it takes things like this to get to know yourself well, okay, when I did it that time, I thought I was ready for a casual, but I realized I wasn't, so I'm not going to do it again. Right. But if it's not with him, it's going to be with somebody else. For sure. So it's better to nip it in the bud now, figure out what that's how you deal with that situation. You're 30, and then keep it pushing. Yeah, because it seems like she was always in serious relationships. Yeah, no, be a hoe. If you're always in a serious relationship and haven't had like a real whole phase, I mean, if you want to, but clearly this person wants to. And so. She seems in her adventurous phase. Yeah. But like, I think it's even, if I could go rewind and go relive my young hoe phase when I was single, Mm -hmm. I would be, I would change the way that I communicated. Yeah. Like, I think I would have had a lot more fun if I definitely communicated with myself first, because I was right. lying to myself about everything. If I was just honest with myself and then deliver that honesty, it would I would have it would have been so much more proactive. Yeah, 100%. it would have been so much a lot better. Because a lot of times I end up fucking like just I don't know. We don't have to relive the episodes. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, and that's fine. Like, I needed to go through those in yeah. those moments. I don't regret I, I regret it at all. But, like... but And you can have... I'm not saying your friends are wrong. Have that serious, honest conversation with yourself. Like, 
are you really girl like it's just it's me that's what I talk to myself or I'm sometimes like, you just don't know like, girl, you I'm need like, to go. yeah I'm like are you sure and I'm like mm. and I'm like mm. I'm like yeah I'm sure but sometimes you don't know and that's okay and that's why you have to go through it and I think a lot of times I just wouldn't know and I, I would act like I knew yeah and I think that was like my toxic trait with myself was like I would always act like I knew what the hell I was doing or how I even felt and a lot of times I didn't even know what and the that's fuck. a good point don't put the pressure to know. To know. Just fucking, like, don't put the pressure on yourself to be like, is this for me? I don't know. Fucking F- go and figure out. it out. Find out. That's what life is L- literally about. Literally, just go, do it, find out, and then you'll learn. You, uh, <laughs> you'll well, learn something. One thing's for sure, two things for certain. <laughs> one way or another, you're going to learn a day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. So, to, in conclusion, we don't know. If casual sex is for you or not, and you may not even know either, um, but you will find out. (laughs) He made her squirt though. Girl, Girl, fall in love with him. It's okay (laughs) if you do or you don't. It doesn't matter. Keep squirting. That's also interesting. Finding out, um, and that's what I think. Even though I I date guys that I know may not necessarily, I may. I 100% know that I would not marry them because, like, there was a guy that I was kind of dating. He wasn't a Christian. I knew I wasn't going to marry this guy. But there were so many things about him that I was like, I would love that quality in my husband. I would love that, you know. And so by having those different experiences, you're learning new, like, you're learning things that you didn't even think you wanted in a man, you know. And so it's important to have those experiences to figure out your body and what you want. That's true. Just living life. Live your your life. Why stop yourselves from living your life? If you want to go, if you want to go fuck him and squirt, go fucking do it. Be a dumbass hoe and learn your lesson. And don't be pressured because you're And you're not a dumbass. I'm being, I'm saying that in the most positive way like possible. Like, live your life. Period. Fuck the world. And and then fuck the world. Anyways. And get money. 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 We're tired. <laughs> We're so late. We're it is 12:24 a.m. I'm ready for bed. Okay, plug yourselves. So yourself, you already yourself, more know what one. it is. It's your girl, Jay Clark. So my Instagram is j.clark underscore Clark is with an E. Follow me. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan. We're going to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is, is there. Okay, bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hi, I'm Tatiana Maslany. I'm the Emmy award-winning actor of the hit TV show, Orphan Black. I'm also the star and executive producer of Power Trip, my brand new show on Realm. And I'm Amy. I'm not in the show, but I am here to tell you about it. Power Trip is a dark comedy for fans of Fleabag and Russian Doll. Tatiana Maslany plays Jane, a woman who receives a black market kidney transplant for her chronic illness and ends up with the mysterious ability to make people do as she commands. Suddenly feeling in control for the first time in her life, Jane learns how tempting it can be to exert her powers at any cost. Featuring performances from Grammy winner Lisa Loeb and actor Brendan Hines, Power Trip follows Jane and her loved ones, including a new group of friends with powers, 
as they navigate the messiness of life and love in New York City. Learn more about Power Trip at realm.fm and be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.